0: Pyramids in Antarctica.
1: All right, so this is part two of our off-the-wall topic of Atlantis. Evolution, bro. Evolution, Atlantis, and uh, ancient civilizations. So, yeah, there, uh, there are satellite images that have proven that under the ice and snow in Antarctica, there is a obvious man-made pyramid down there. Just like they found another man-made pyramid buried under a mountain in
0: China, uh, Tepe, I think. Well, it wasn't so much a period a, py- a pyramid as it was a temple. Well,
1: the the point that I'm getting, at, or actually leading on into the uh, ancient pyramids and everything, when we were talking about Atlantis earlier and their contact with uh, you know an outside species or alien species and whatnot that may have. Alerted them to their danger that helped them escape. Prior to that, there's a there's this thing called the Black Knight satellite. You can look it up. It's in Earth's orbit. And actually, I have all the information right here. Let me pull it up.
0: Black Knight satellite.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's called the Black Knight satellite. It's an ancient satellite. Ancient. Yes, it's an ancient satellite. Predates
0: no everything.
1: Predates everything that we currently what is have it? in
0: orbit. How do what? I can't. I can't believe you never heard. All right. No, my mind is fucking blown, dude. Right now, holy shit. So, like, an ancient civilization got something off the ground up into orbit. All right. So this is what it says. All right. So
1: the they still call it a conspiracy, but there are confirmed photos and confirmed sightings from astronauts and stuff like that. But the Black Knight satellite conspiracy theory claims that there is a spacecraft in near polar orbit. Of the earth that is of extraterrestrial origin and that NASA is engaged in a cover up regarding its existence and origin. This conspiracy theory combines several unrelated stories, blah 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 blah. Anyway, the main point is there is a proven ancient satellite proven. in our orbit. Proven. Yes, proven. But NASA denies it. Of course NASA's gonna deny it.
0: What is no? okay. How do how do people know about it?
1: Uh, Pictures got leaked. Pictures were accidentally originally leaked because astronauts were taking pictures of the Earth and everything. But this was before everything was like massively controlled and edited before it was released to the public. And there was it was like in a corner of a picture. And all of a sudden somebody caught wind of what that was. And they started doing research. And then a couple more photos started coming out. And then NASA realized what had happened, and then they started
0: actively taking pictures of
1: this to study it.
0: Yeah. Well, NASA actually, they put everything that they capture on their website, but then people say, like, because it's, like, 24-7 feed, everything gets posted immediately. But people say that shit will just get taken down. Some stuff won't go up. Well, yeah, it's just like, um...
1: I'm not. I'm not going to get into you know the the flat Earth theory and stuff like that or uh, the inner Earth theory, but if you look at flight patterns, like aircraft flight patterns, and then you look at the International Space Station when it crosses over the uh, northern and southern pole and everything, yeah, they don't record, or they don't. They they do record, but they shut off the view of the northern pole, and the southern pole, just like the uh, the flight patterns for our aircraft and everything, it's a no-fly zone over the North Pole or over the South Pole. Why, though? There's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. You know, the ones I'm most familiar with is the the Hollow Earth Theory and stuff like that. But... Maybe there's an alien base. that That leads into the Hollow Earth Theory. But at the same time, it's... I I believe that the recent the recent theories that I've gotten into over the past year or so have entwined themselves because where I was going with the whole pyramid topic and the ancient satellite topic is the (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck Tim you fucking slithery fuck.
0: Are you jumping on a microphone now because I asked you before we started for a fucking reason. Uh okay, well don't say anything then. All right, so the point that I'm getting at is um there's a belief out there that Oh my god, Tim is distracting the fuck out of me right now.
1: There's a belief out there that pyramids
0: are actually um
1: how do I explain? It? Uh I don't want to say charging stations. They're Oh um,
0: yeah, like they're energetic things. They have something to
1: do well, with Well, cuz they're they're built on ley lines. That generate, um,
0: they they generate yeah. power and it's everything. It's a spiritual thing, like yes. the 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 pyramid itself. Like they say, if you live in a pyramid, you're gonna be like a more spiritually energized person.
1: But where the pyramids around the world are located are all built on ley
0: lines, and ley what, lines like like a fault line or like an energetic hotspot. What, what are you talking about?
1: What ley lines are, depending on who you talk to, are uh, the uh, what's the best way for our listeners to understand it's, um, shit. I don't know how to say it without sounding crazy. Um, a sound crazy, bro. All right. And, They're uh, listening still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, either or. All right. Um, in middle, in, uh, medieval times, ley lines were believed to be, uh, the, the veins of Earth's supply of magic, like the magic oh, okay. force was supplied by like, these ley lines. Like chi. Yes, exactly. That's where I was going. But other with other communities uh, that were more spiritually intact and whatnot believe that these ley lines is what connected them most close with the gods and stuff like that. But this is where the pyramids were built. And a lot of people believe that the reason the pyramids were built is that ley lines actually have a real purpose. You know, they're, they're not providing magic or anything like that, but they're actually providing power. So if you look at all the hieroglyphs and stuff like that, of the flying machines, they very well may have
0: been a, uh, international transport system. It could have been an alien race that we were well, that, previously that's... in communication with. We could have been a product of that. I mean, you're familiar with the Anunnaki, yeah. Thing, the theory that goes, um, for those of you that haven't ever listened to this podcast before or listened to the older episodes yeah, where I Tim- talk about it all the fucking time, the, the theory goes that, that the human race was created because another alien race came here and mixed their DNA with the primates that were already evolving and created humans and did that for whatever reason to uh, either... Use us to mine resources in Earth, or just to watch us develop because you know or life experiment going like, wrong. Hey, this planet can support life, so you know let's uh, let's help these primates become intelligent a little faster by adding our DNA into it. But if they stayed in contact with us for a while then we would have images of flying crabs and things built in strategic locations and then they pulled back and destroyed our knowledge of that burnt down library of Alexandria what have you you know that's you know if if that was the case if not that could have happened on accident who knows well, no, but I, we forgot about it in some way shape or form but the evidence is still there a little bit i believe
1: can... mankind was responsible for the sacking and burning of the library of alexandria because that that right there was The the just cumulative human knowledge from all over the world. And at that time, book burning was popular because knowledge is power. So the less the common folk know, the better. But when it comes to the topic of the Anunnaki and stuff like that, that's where I was going with the Black Knight satellite because I believe that once once they had left the planet and everything, they needed a way to stay in touch. And I believe that Atlantis was the was basically the the center the the focal point for them to contact earth through because that was the pinnacle of the human evolution that they'd been working through so you had this advanced civilization that had contact via an ancient satellite through you know an alien species that had helped us evolve and stuff like that and they're like hey
0: this fucking comet's getting ready to knock your shit, so maybe you they get were. get out of there. Maybe they were even like, hey, let's break this shit up, let's pull out, and let's make this knowledge forgotten so we don't have any questions later, and let's just send a projectile towards this strategically placed area where there's not any humans inhabiting right now, cause Atlantis to sink and spread out and disperse. We're not going to kill the Atlanteans. We're going to make them disperse and separate because the way the water works, the the, the currents are going to take them all in different directions. If we mathematically calculate this precise spot on Earth that we hit right now causes them to go to five, six, seven different locations and build their pyramids there and and educate people there. Well, maybe they were told. Maybe they were so in tune with the way that things work. Maybe it was communicated that this was going to happen. And if they wanted to survive, that was the only choice that they had. Maybe the psychedelic plants told them, you know, I don't know. I don't know. If we're talking about an advanced civilization, they had to have been advanced in ways that we can't fathom now. They had to have some type of entunement, some type of plugged in uh, socket to the universe well, that you know- we don't, we can't fathom now.
1: There, there's another thing, too. Um, have you ever seen that ancient computer that they recovered from that shipwreck? Ancient computer? Yes. It. I know it sounds fucking ridiculous, but it's literally an ancient computer.
0: Tim is just fucking trolling right now. Silent mime of a... Dancing around, knocking over everything, licking things. Slithering around like the fucking snake he is. Anyway, <laughs>
1: no, they're... You you can look it up on Google, ancient computer. All right, there was this this just chunk of material that was recovered from this ancient shipwreck, and then after you know they scrubbed away the grime and mold and stuff from being underwater so long, they realized that it had cogs and gears and it had a screen.
0: No, yes, it, it was a, like pixels
1: and shit. Yes, it was a legitimate ancient
0: computer. Where are you getting this from? What? Where can I? Where can I and the listeners go? And pull up this information. I'm pulling it up what, right what, now. What keywords can we search? What are you talking about? Give us some insight. Some little clue of how to look this up ourselves.
1: You type in ancient computer to Google. Is it the first one that pops up?
0: I can't see. Hang on. Neither can the listeners.
1: Nobody well, can no, no. Describe it. What, describe it. What I'm trying to show you, Dolan, and what I'm going to explain to the listeners is what I'm currently showing you is one of the gears and cogs and everything that they pulled out of the shipwreck. And for this for this time period that this was recovered from, this was unknown technology. This was something that did not exist. Like, it was Or that just got lost. That's what I'm getting at. I sometimes i believe that where we're at technologically right now we may have already been here
0: right like what i was saying earlier in part one that just you were talking about concrete and roads and stuff it Mm -hmm. gets washed to sea just like it always has and always will we could have been advanced before and could have been here before and gotten washed back to sand back to the sea but then the question begs why Because that's the course.
1: So, you know, um, in in the Bible story about Noah, right? That
0: giant flood. You know that was the first time it ever rained on earth. The first time it ever rained? Yes. I don't buy it. I think it's lost in translation. I think that got obscured. What I'm getting at, though, is...
1: The story of Noah, if it's true that that was the first time it ever rained on earth, the main reason for that flood was cleansing. So, what if we had gotten so advanced to a point where we may have become a potential
0: threat, there was a cleansing? Yeah, could have been from an alienation. You know, God can be misconstrued with creator which could be an alien race. Well, know? that's, that's and, and, what I'm and, getting and, at. And, you know, the Bible anyway. Think about how much was lost and how much was written down later, passed down through mouth, translated. Well, that's thanks to the Catholic Church,
1: but I'm just I'm using it as an example.
0: Right, things got twisted, you know. I, I do believe that there is a God and God is source, creation, universe, not yeah. necessarily a big man in the sky, more of a mechanism, more of a machine that is too powerful to fathom and that by calling it a machine doesn't do it proper justice but i do think that it, it, if anybody ever talked to god or communicated with god it could have been channeling an alien race do you know how i picture god oh
1: listen man. think about the uh moon Men episode of rick and morty hang on a second Tim. shut the fuck up you nasty slytherin fuck
0: He's probably talking to his delivery driver. Bella, come here. Come here, girl. Bella. Tim. Come here, girl. Her ah, nails are... There come here, Tim. What? She's better off in the carpet. Come, come on, Here, baby. boy. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you uh, recall the uh, Moon Man episode Bella. of Rick and Morty, the, uh... What did Rick call it? The, uh...
0: Goodbye. The, the, the fart though.
1: That that's that's what it was. But fart. that that ball of gas, that, that ball
0: of energy and everything, that, that that's what I view God as. I think uh, that is a product of God. I think that consciousness, cosmic consciousness is have you ever heard of Abraham Hicks? You've mentioned him before. Her. Well Her. It, okay. It is it. it's a woman that channels the entity known as Abraham. And Abraham is just a human assigned name. But this it's a cosmic energy that she claims to channel. That talks about law of attraction mostly. And the universe, the mechanisms, how it works. And how we can change our own reality. But it's basically her channeling an entity that's not God. But it is intelligent and it's not a biological being either right it's cosmic entity where you have another channel like bashar who claims to channel a an alien from another civilization that is actually um what did he call the race sumerian was the name of the race and he claims that his race was created by earth destroying itself to the point where the people couldn't reproduce or survive anymore and they lost any sense of compassion or love and became gray gray aliens oh. but they have the technology wow. but they have the technology to switch dimensions a little bit and they come to our dimension to abduct people to take DNA from them to create another race and he's saying that his race is the product of that and the future but because time is so tricky and it's all just bound by the laws of physics and light and the speed of light and everything that channeling the power of thought and connection transcends time and linear events he channels this entity see from the from our linear future and just phased slightly out of our dimensions where if we even point our telescopes we don't have the technology to see them even
1: what, what gets to me about that. And I I know that we always have this conversation and it always slips, but the, uh, the grays, it reminds me of, uh, when I was little and I watched uh, Stargate SG one with my dad because, um, they had a race of grays in there called the Asgardians and the Asgardians had,
0: as guardians, they were
1: called as guardians. They had evolved to a point where the only way that they could continue to live is by cloning themselves because they had evolved
0: right. past, reproduction. right? But they, they wanted to make new DNA, so they took DNA from other. Is that how that went? Because that's
1: know. what what the grays are like in, in Stargate SG1. What was going on was that you can only clone yourself so many times before. It starts to deteriorate. Okay. It starts to degrade. That makes sense. The Asgardians were dying out, but there was a uh, there was kind of like a global council, and the Asgardians were giving uh, Earth knowledge and equipment and stuff like that and guidance to become part of that council to take their place once they died out. But at the same time, in in Stargate SG one and in the Stargate universe, there was this thing called Ascension. And what ascension is, is basically when you die, instead of dying, you just ascend to another plane of living where you become pure energy. And that's what the Asgardians inevitably
0: ended up doing. That's like our sense of, uh, in our spirituality here on Earth, some some things, some, some what do you call it, um, belief systems talk about nirvana how or we valhalla
1: heaven it, it's it's all the same thing we
0: we talk about reincarnating mm-hmm. but growing a little bit learning a little bit more each time and we think of it sort of in a linear sense but who knows it could just be a spectrum and this is just our place on the spectrum right now but y- the idea is that you incarnate all these times until you become one i remember us having this discussion actually i have a fun point to throw into that um one with divinity being nirvana
1: right and i mean that that hooks all into you know us all being one collective consciousness just experiencing subjectively all these different things because you're not you're not a human having a spiritual experience you're a spirit, spirit having, having a human, human experience,
0: experience. <laughs>
1: air five <laughs> but um i actually um, uh, there was a tv series that i recently finished doesn't matter what it was because uh, i kind of ashamed of it. But the way it ended, it had an interesting... <laughs> what was
0: the name of it?
1: It was Vampire Diaries.
0: Oh, my God. Really? It had an
1: interesting twist on the afterlife. Yeah. The interesting twist is that when you die, you... Uh, life basically goes on as you know it, except for the fact that all the all the people in your life that were important to you that passed away... Are now there, so it's kind of like if if the the three of us were to die tonight, right, and then Chip were to die like fucking you know twenty years down the road, we would be here just chilling in the trailer, and then Chip would just show up.
0: Oh hey bro. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bitch! It how the you, fuck did you outlive us? Took you long enough. <laughs> no, that, that Let's was, podcast about that. Yeah,
1: but it it was, it was an interesting spin because I never thought about it that. Tim's way. over
0: there laughing back there. You know, <laughs> hey, we could've we could've died sooner in a previous life.
1: Uh, that's true, and it, it's it's just the concept to me that like, if you look at all right, like,
0: man, okay, so Duncan Trussell is. He's got a really interesting theory on this. He's a comedian, and he uh, I heard this on the Joe Rogan podcast. I couldn't tell you which episode. But he had a really interesting story about his DMT trip, is that reincarnation isn't coming back as an animal or something. I mean, it could be, but it's not necessarily coming back as an animal. You can actually go back to any point in your life and relive it. and Do it differently if you so choose. Hmm. So you make, you, you reincarnate and you go back and you're like, I'm going to do, as you're in spirit form, I'm going to do this one thing different this time. So And you get one thing to change maybe. I, I, I'm, I'm modifying his theory. That's not exactly what he's saying. But you get one thing to change when you're in spirit form. You make that decision and you go right back around and you live your life again except for you turn left where you turned right before.
1: Let me see if I'm grasping this Infinite constantly. amount of times. Let, let me see if I'm grasping it, though. All right. Pull that so.
0: mic a little closer.
1: Shit. Oh, shit. Fucking bellows make me break shit. All right. So, what you're saying is that until we achieve what we view as a. Uh, we
0: make the same mistakes until we get it right
1: exactly but what i'm saying is time still moves forward like human history in is this still,
0: in this form well in our physical reality now that you're listening to this podcasting yes
1: here here's what i'm trying to get at though or what i'm trying to wrap my head around actually is are we just living the same life over fixing the original mistakes that we made but we're trying to get it right. Continuing to move throughout time. So it's different
0: time periods as we come back no. correcting those mistakes. No, time is a linear human construct. We uh create time as human beings. We're so focused on it. We we are so distracted, we look at our wrists to find out what I, fucking time I, I, it I is. I don't I don't mean time
1: in that sense. When I say time, I mean like all right. To to put it like this, all right, say at one point in time throughout our lives that one yeah. moment of now that was. Yes. All right. Look, so you, Tim, and I have been in this exact same moment before, but say it was a- ancient
0: Rome. Oh. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, it, it, it could very well be, but I think, no, you live the same fucking life in the same reality, the same time period over again in a different, slightly different dimension. Like you know, Mandela effect, things are bleeding oh, over. Jesus. We had a whole podcast about that. Go back oh, and listen to Mandela effect Fucking podcast. Mandela effect. That's as <sighs> one of the better podcasts we've ever it's done. It's Luke. I'm your father. No, I am your father. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. <laughs> but that's what it is now. Now in this yeah. reality that we agree upon in this moment. But what if we had said that a split second oh, sooner? And had experienced a slightly different reality. We're coming together. It's all these moments of now that are completely different. Oh that just kind of weave together, bro. Our consciousness. We just met a cross where we agreed that that was our past. But that doesn't necessarily mean that was our past. And we each have an idea of what that past was that we just agreed on just now. But that could be different. We could be thinking about completely different things now. It's just... Different moments, different snapshots of now, the infinite now, laid out. And we, as a singular individual, you, as a single person, experience that because your mind connects connects a bunch of snapshots together and we perceive them as linear. My perception just jumped from that moment to this moment and it's going to that moment. You know, but we problem. just met a crossroad. That does not mean that we now experience the same thing that we thought we just experienced that then
1: on that subject do i've done a little bit of research into it but do you do you realize every time you go back and revisit a memory you slightly change it it's different you subconsciously slightly change it and that's why i could sit here and tell you a story about when i joined the marine corps today and then you ask me six months from now, and it'll be almost completely different because every time I go back to revisit that memory, I subconsciously
0: slightly change things. You know, at the end of We Are the Champions by Queen? We are the champions. That's the end of the song.
1: Are you sure that's the line, though?
0: I am absolutely sure that they do not continue with Of the world. (laughs) <laughs> that is not a part of the song. It's never been a part of the song.
1: I think people. I would. Today I, I, would I called that out.
0: I was riding with Ryan, and I called that shit. One of, a good friend of ours, and I called that shit out. I'm like, "Where's the rest of the song?" He's like, "You know, that was never part of the song. It's Mandela effect." And then he was all like, Bampsis. He was all like, "You remember that movie that Shaq was in? That was called Shazam." And I'm like, "No," but he talked about it a little bit more, yeah. and then I started to remember it. I've seen seen,
1: uh, Shazam, though.
0: Yeah? How much do you remember from it? Not... Because it wasn't real.
1: That's fair, but...
0: Never made. But... Actually, it was, and the name of the movie was Kazam. But Ryan told me the movie was... Kazam. That's what it was. Ryan told me that movie was never made. I looked it up. Apparently, the uh, confusion comes from... People thought Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam What the fuck But it was Shaq that was in a movie called Kazam So Yeah There's that too People remembering things that didn't fucking happen Or did fucking happen (laughs) Movies that existed or didn't exist Getting shit twisted Maybe it's just a human flaw And that because we have the internet and can record everything so easily That we're starting to realize That our memory isn't perfect now or maybe that reality is bleeding, fleeting, unconcrete, more malleable than we I ever mean, thought. I mean, thanks to CERN, that's a... Uh, become... Maybe it's always been like that. People want to blame things on others, uh, other well things that are going on, but... My question to you is, um,
1: if we're repeating <coughs> the same exact life right does that mean that we constantly have the same exact people and are attracted to the same exact
0: people yeah man you met somebody you feel like you know them
1: well i'm saying like the connection that you tim and chip and i share like has this just
0: been a constant thing that like a loop that we've been going through yeah but we're blessed with the ability to forget when we go back we choose that one thing different but is that a blessing though is it really a blessing to forget? Everything is a blessing in this divine universe. You know, I mean,
1: even with the faith that I have, there's a part of me that still it's, wants to fight that, but at the same time, I look at the crash that I had in November with Indian River, and I look at the way that things... You're
0: trucking when you crashed crash the semi?
1: Yeah, but I, I look at the things that lined up, and it it lets me know that everything happened for a reason because, look, now I have a local job. I can see you guys at least on a
0: weekly basis. Maybe this life, this time around, you chose that one thing. That I chose to swerve
1: instead of hit him.
0: Yes. No, <laughs> maybe Maybe you chose to get into that accident altogether. Maybe you worked for that company so long and you lived a, a life with a totally different outcome and that one thing you, choose, you chose to do wrong or right or different was that and you're blessed with the ability to forget but when you're in the spirit realm which is i'm sure infinite and you're still there time is human that you're you're in this realm right now in this higher plane like i'm gonna it's like rick and morty i love that when they do the uh when they go to the video game and it's just an entire fucking lifetime
1: well, that, that's what I was about to say. What if right now, we're we're just a spirit with VR goggles on? Sorry. Yeah,
0: man. Like quantum <laughs> physicists are saying that reality is the matrix. likely to be a simulation. It's the Matrix. Which means that's just scientific human Tim terms. Duck. That's just it's scientific scientific human terms on the level that we could be spirits experiencing a human life I'm a firm simu- we are. simulating this and our scientists are saying life may very well likely be a simulation so we got science to back this up we're in the simulation, we know we're a simulation but we just keep living it anyway cause who wants to kill themselves, fuck that we've invested time playing our massive multiplayer online experience with our friends, we don't want to dip out just yet <coughs> well, to be fair, <clears throat>
1: How many games have you actually started and invested in, and then midway through you're like, I don't want to finish this anymore and just quit? Like, how many? Yeah.
0: Those weren't good. This is this is like the Fallout 4 of the Spirit Realm, bro. Oh, Jesus. Not Fallout again. Man. Oh, man. Don't start playing Fallout 4, because you won't stop till you pawn your PS4. <laughs> By the way, when I bring my PS4 over here and
1: I get Dragon Dragon Fighter Z, you're you're playing with me. Oh uh, so you know. well. You you might not like the show, but you're still gonna play with me. I've never even heard of the show.
0: Why well, play? Well, you, you have seen you Dragon me, Ball Z. You want me to go into a simulation inside of a simulation that's likely inside of another simulation?
1: Did I ever tell you about <laughs> Rick
0: and Morty is great? Go and watch that if you don't.
1: <laughs> Did I? When I was out in 29 Palms in 2016, did I ever tell you that the entire, like...
0: Shout out to Marines listening from 29 Palms right now. <laughs> I know there's a few.
1: The first three weeks we were out there, we were all convinced that we were inside a simulation. We were still in Beaufort, South Carolina, but they put us all to sleep, and we were inside a simulation they to simulate to... that we were in the desert. Uh and that the mountains that we were convinced were, like, three or
0: four miles away, they maybe, weren't real. Maybe you really were, and they when they woke you up, it was just seamless.
1: Dude, I'd be so fucking pissed well, right now.
0: They simulated your your flight out there. Your no, because I have rocks from your, California your out there. that I
1: bought back for you.
0: Yeah, because they told you that these rocks were from California, and you woke up with them in your backpack or pocket or what have you. We don't know. We don't know anything, bro. We don't know jack shit. The you know truth- who does know? Yeah, nobody. A slithering fucking reptile overlord. Oh. Uh, yeah, he probably does, and he just like appears to be a snake, a slithering, slimy. I know. Look how long he is. And he just you sits there. He just sits there in his position, and he knows all the answers and truth, but doesn't let on, and is just here to monitor us. You know what you got to be <laughs> careful with? If he, if he. We're on to you, Tim. If he
1: starts stretching out next to you on the couch and everything, and he starts decreasing the amount of food that he's eating on a daily basis, you need to be really careful because that He's means, about to eat you. He's measuring himself to make sure that he's long enough to digest you.
0: Yeah. I he Bella, be... what are you eating? Hey, Bella. hey, drop it.
1: All right, she dropped it.
0: We're on to you, Tim. We know. We do know. We know. I don't
1: care. You reptilian fuck.
0: That's... Just what somebody in your position would say is that you don't care. <laughs> Fucking wizard. It's alright. We still choose to live this reality. Play this game. See you when I get out of here. We're going to look back at this moment together and laugh.
1: <laughs> As we're burning you with the stake next New Year's. Think I'm playing? He thinks I'm playing. I'm gonna burn him with the stake next New Year's because he bailed this New Year's.
0: All right, well, fucking our own little Burning Man. I was more
1: thinking a modern day witch hunt, but
0: I'll, I'll request the campsite now. I'll reserve that bitch. I mean, here I was, in advance.
1: I was gonna burn him on like the uh, the steps of the courthouse because that's pretty much like city square. But we, we can't can burn take him out in the woods. Can't take it to jail. It's law, right? I don't know if it's the law to burn a witch on the, the courthouse steps, but I'm going to look into it. It could be a loophole, bro. I mean, fun fact about North Carolina, it's legal on Sundays to take your wife to the courthouse steps and beat her with a stick, but it cannot be any thicker than the width
0: of your thumb. Yeah, those, are, those, are, those are old school laws. But they're still yeah, but in they're effect. But they're still in effect. Barely. They're Barely. still in effect. Yeah, look, the, it, it is a jury's yeah. duty. Hey, Tim,
1: guess what? If I'm in Florida with the stand your ground law, and even if it's barely in effect, but somebody comes in the yard and I shoot them because it's my right due to the stand your ground law, guess what? I'm still going to win that case. It's a jury's duty.
0: It's a jury's duty to decide if you've broken the law, not if it was morally right or wrong. Bamsis. But that doesn't inherently mean you'll win. If you're going to talk, get on the microphone. He's beat him. We love you. I drank too much today. I can't believe I'm hungover before tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you won't be as hungover tomorrow. Still talking out on the mic. Like the slithery fuck he is. Fucking snake. Love you, Tim.
1: I would love you too if you'd repeat it, you fuck.
0: So anyway. Pyramids and Antarctica. (laughs) But we're spirits having a human experience. This is some kind of psychedelic experience. What if we're just taking drugs? We, we, we pop are. a tab and we
1: just... We are due for one of those. Because the last uh, one we had, Jeepers Creepers chase me, but...
0: You, you need to take off work and come camping with us.
1: <laughs> I can't. That's only going to be like week two because... They, they do it by wednesday so yesterday i've been with this company a full week
0: we got another one planned for next month for uh, taking the boat out if i get yeah the i mean as long, like
1: after i've been with this company for a month i have no problem requesting days off i just want to like show them that i'm not like a piece of shit or something like that and that they made the right
0: choice in well, hiring me well if you tell them that you had these plans prior like, hey, bro, I really don't want to request off this early, but I, I had I had these plans. These I just can't days. request, like, multiple. Like, I, I could probably swing two days. But. Yeah. That'll give us a day to have a psychedelic experience on an island in the uh, Mosquito Lagoon. And we'll have a wonderful experience. Dare I ask why it's called Mosquito Lagoon? No, you do not dare. You will find out, surely. I don't want to find out. <laughs> well, this time of year, you'll be all right. It's not that bad as long as it's cold and breezy out. But don't go there in June. Trust me on that. Don't go to Mosquito Lagoon in June. Mm. You got to finish
1: the Dark Tower because a lot of the things we've been talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm close. Like that's why I'm waiting. Because now that I'm driving trucks again And I'm on the road for like 6 plus hours Mm -hmm. Like today I was just like I I would literally kill Just to be able to have my
0: headphones in Because the gunslinger What was it? Uh, The man in black fled across the desert And the gunslinger followed I'm on the wolves of the color right now The man in black fled across the desert And the The gunslinger gunslinger followed followed. Mm. Speaking of which I have a proposition for you How is this one? I mean, I don't know wine well,
1: but I like it
0: Yeah, it's a nice, nice flavor Kind of a little smoky Not too smoky though So,
1: I can't remember if you ever had an intention to get a tattoo or not
0: Yeah, faith across the chest I, I have the font, I, I drew it out myself I got it, faith across the chest uh, Substance of things hoped for on my right arm And evidence of things not seen on my left arm How would you feel about going to get a Dark Tower tattoo with me? Gotta get Faith across the chest first. My first tattoo, I'm going all in.
1: You know what my first tattoo was? A phoenix on my ribs. All in, right? I was all in. Because the dude's like, if you don't twitch...
0: I will get a Dark Tower tattoo, absolutely, but you need to finish them.
1: I'm, I'm working on it, but I already have the Dark Tower tattoo that I want picked out.
0: What is it? Describe it. I, I am going to describe it. Look, look, I just got to pull it up. People are listening. I know.
1: I have to pull it up to describe it.
0: Okay.
1: Fair enough. It's really bad when you scroll down your phone or your pics and see like nude pics of random chicks. All right. So anyway, what it is, is. Baller. The guns, like Roland's revolvers coming together like this. They're coming inward and then pointing up. And then as they point up, it become the barrels of his revolvers become, become the tower. dark tower. And then in the back, it has a, a setting cracked sun. And then at the bottom, it has a rose in between the two butts. And then on the right butt, it has Roland standing there.
0: Okay. You have to show that to me when we're done with the podcast. Yep. But that sounds really cool. I'm going to get that with... If you listen to this podcast, it's almost a requirement to read The Dark Tower. Almost. You don't have to, but I highly recommend it. Hey. Uh, hold on. What I want to do is not that. All right, Here we so- go. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hello, Instagram. This is Good Clean Talks got josh over here talking shit bella somewhere oh bitch. yeah the dog's always running around somewhere this is good clean talks well, this, are we this doing is instagram instagram well i'm promoting the podcast you got to do social media bro also i'm I not do, getting an instagram i do a photo a day i know on and i instagram. want those pictures well i'll i'll post them a month at a time on facebook i'll do 30 some uh, okay, uploads that's fair have you Whatever. done your
1: photo of the day for
0: today? This is, no, this, is this is it. This is it. This is my 62nd photo of the day. With oh. audio. It's an, it's oh. it's an audio Tim, here. visual photo.
1: Tim, get out here. Tim, you dumb bitch.
0: We don't we don't need him. All right. Well, we don't you. we don't need him. Well, this is good clean talks. Hey, we're talking about pyramids and evolution and aliens. Yeah. Antipods. <laughs> Got to promote that tide.
1: But um, what I was getting ready to tell you before that is uh, because I can't fit the whole uh, gunslinger creed on that tattoo, I'm going to get the last line of it with, I don't kill with my gun. Kill with my heart. He who kills with his gun. It's forgotten, it's forgotten the face of his father. father. I kill with my heart. So I'm going to get that under it because I figured that would be the perfect ending to it. And it I, I feel like that's the most important Do the whole part. creed.
0: Do the whole creed. I can't
1: though that's the thing because I want it on the inside of my arm here.
0: You can run it down, man. You got your whole bottom half of your arm. You could wrap it around, you can spiral it down your arm, wrap it all the way around. Speaking of which, I don't want to
1: promote any tattoo companies before I have a chance to check them out, but there is a tattoo uh company that I recently heard about that may potentially give us a discount because I'm a veteran, and if I bring you in, they may give you the discount too.
0: Faith across the chest.
1: I don't know why you don't get this right here because...
0: What? It's brother's keeper in Latin. Oh, no, because it's got to be faith. Why? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen.
1: Well, fair enough. You, You... It's uh, Hebrew you got a theme so
0: it's Hebrew 11:1 It's what I live my life by. It's the first Bible verse I ever learned. Even when I decided I wasn't a believer in, in typical Christianity anymore, that still stuck with me. If a Bible verse can stick with me through trials and tribulations and tests of faith and, and not even necessarily believing that Christ is the way anymore like the Bible preaches. If that can still stick with me, that's going on my skin. That's going on my heart. That's going over my chest. That's my being.
1: What my two all-time Bible quotes are? What are that? Teach my hands to fight and fingers to war. And those who are called peacekeepers will be called the sons of God.
0: What verses are those?
1: Yeah, now we're getting a little too advanced for me.
0: You got to remember the verse, bro. It's not that hard. You remember the quote, you remember where it goes.
1: Look, when I. It's learned context, these, dude. When I it's context. These, I was young, and being young, I didn't understand the concept of verses and stuff like that. I just heard the lines, and they spoke to me. And when they spoke to me, I was like, this is something I need to carry with me because it, it just. It's me. I don't know what it is, but it's me. And this is me when, you know, my my birth giver and my dad would force me to go to church and stuff like that because you know, growing up like the at least the first 7 8 years of my life, I was forced to go to church. I had no choice. And they would take me to church and when I heard those two lines, they just stuck out to me. Eventually, I will look them up and I will memorize the verses that they're from, but they stuck out to me for a reason.
0: What are they, again?
1: Teach my hands to fight and my fingers to war, and those who are called
0: peacekeepers will be called the sons of God. Now, why do they say the fingers to war if there weren't guns back then?
1: That's the point. But at the same time...
0: How is that the point? What's the point? Explain.
1: The point is that... Me... I've had this discussion with a few people because a lot of people like to quote the verse, you know, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. But there's another verse that said, he who owns a cloak and not a sword should sell his cloak to buy a sword. Because in order to become a peacekeeper, you have to live by the sword. Because what has come down through human history and evolution is peace through Superior firepower.
0: If everybody defends himself with fatal capabilities, nobody will be an offensive. You know and the best. The best offense is a good defense. Look at Israel. Israel's is defense. A, is, I'm speaking chess terms here.
1: I, I know and I understand, but I'm saying Israel is a prime example. But do you know why Israel has been so successful? And their, what, their 53, 54-year reign?
0: No, but you're going to tell me. And all the listeners. Yes. And all 3,000 of them.
1: <laughs> the reason that I personally believe that Israel has been so successful is because at the age of 18, it is mandatory for you to serve at least two years, not in their military, but a civil defense regiment which what, basically what mean? it basically gives you the same discipline and training as the military does however it's it's similar to our national guard but it's not voluntary it's mandatory and that's the big difference because when you're taught that responsibility you're forced to mature and understand that where you are who you are where you come from it's bigger than just you, and you serve a community. You serve a purpose. You have people and a place to protect that's your own. It gives you a new a, a new feeling. It gives you something to fight for. And I feel like that's the biggest problem with America today.
0: We don't have a coming of age ceremony.
1: Exactly. We like that. That's that's honestly my biggest thing is that if we had, it doesn't have to be military service. Like you, you don't have to serve in one of the four branches. And I don't count the National Guard. They can go fuck themselves. But if you serve in, you know, once you turn 18 in America, if you were forced to serve a mandatory two years of something that gave you a taste of military discipline and responsibility and a taste of how, like, just how real life is, it would reshape you to be a productive, responsible citizen that could actually make something out of their lives, instead of the people that we have
0: out here today that are fucking eating Tide Pods. Well, we've got too many people. The military does not need that type of dilution into their... Not true today.
1: Actually, our our levels, our numbers in the military are at an all-time low, thanks to Obama. But it has nothing to do with our military. What I'm saying is, a a civil defense
0: force. So you're, you're a marine. You're an ex yeah, marine. You're a marine veteran is the term. Well, former marine is the the proper term. But the point
1: that I'm getting at is that the the mandatory service that I'm talking about is not militarized in any way, shape, or form. What I'm saying is, as a civil defense civil defense force, you assist local law enforcement you help out at community events you basically your job for the first two years after you turn 18 is all about taking care of your
0: community and that's a beautiful thing because if your that's what focus israel does is on that norway is it is it norway or sweden i think it might be both they have a mandatory, basically, you turn 18, you go in the military, and you serve... Uh, it is Sweden a, and Norway. A year or two. I think it's two. Four.
1: My buddy Cher.
0: But uh, I'm sure the commitment as isn't as... No, because... Uh, as American. Neither one of them have
1: been in a conflict in forever. But the thing about their military is because... Builds like, character.
0: It's like digging holes. Remember, remember <laughs> the book? Holes? Shut I love up. that book. Fuck it's great, but fuckholes. I like fuckholes too. <laughs>
1: so do I. Come here, Tim. Bring that ass here. But my buddy Share, his uh, his dad's actually from uh, Sweden, and he was living there with his dad for a while until he turned 18. And it came down that hey, you're 18. You either serve four years in our military, or you serve four years in another military. Well, because his mom was an American citizen. Cher decided to come to the United States and become a United States Marine. Oh. And because he served over four years as a United States Marine, his military obligation is met to Sweden. Therefore, he's good to go. But also at the same time, fun fact about Sweden and Switzerland and Norway, because they have that mandatory service obligation, every person is issued a weapon except for, you know, here in the United States because half our population is a bunch of pussies who fears firearms, but...
0: Media created. Here's the
1: fun fact and flip about those countries. They have that mandatory military service. They do issue firearms because, all right, like when we join the Marine Corps, we get issued a rifle. And then at the end of the boot camp, we turn that rifle, we go to our next duty station, we get a new rifle. When you join their their mandatory service over there, you get your permanent weapon and when you leave that military service you maintain that permanent weapon however it's illegal to maintain any ammunition at your private residence all ammunition is kept at their government ran facilities and in case of a national emergency you go ammo will be issued
0: you have to go and pick it up national emergency that that's you know i like the way that was it china or japan they uh nobody owns their weapons but they buy the license to have them, then they have to tell the government exactly where in their house, where their house. Basically, it's got to be China because that, in
1: Japan it's illegal, like completely it's probably illegal not own any firearms.
0: But basically the government knows exactly, like basically the, the, the finest GPS coordinate as to where it is. It, it, in, in their house, in their master bedroom, locked in the cabinet and like the precise location that it's, Held in at all times, they have to know it. So if anything goes down, they could storm their house and take it, or maybe it's you know just to if something is going down somewhere else, they can go and look for it. Who who knows what that's about? But I don't like that. I don't like letting anybody know where my firearm is. I absolutely. And agree. if somebody finds out where I keep that was, I I dropped something, something fell. I I, I don't know. If somebody finds out where I keep my firearm, I instantly move it. My shit's shifting around all the time because it should
1: be. You should never become complacent because complacency it, kills.
0: Right, right. I don't like that. I don't like that. I like. I have a mental. I know exactly where it is, and I like keeping it on my side. But some people found out like my little hiding spot, so I like <laughs> moved it. It's never like that far from me, you know. But I, I keep it, you know, just just slightly shifted to where nobody can storm in my house and go straight for my gun kind of thing
1: well i mean you've seen me everywhere i go i at least have at least one firearm on me now
0: <laughs> it's sitting within arms reach of you right now i can see <laughs> it you know but
1: the biggest point that i want to get across at the end of this is the fact that i'm a firm advocate and believer that we should have some type of mandatory service. You shouldn't
0: just go off to college. I I don't think it's so much a service, man. I think that we should have a rite of passage, and I think that it could be psychedelic experiences, LSD, oh, that's what the Vikings psilocybin. Had. The Vikings had that, and they did just fine. It, our society, our coming of age is
1: alcohol. Well, to be on the fair, surface I mean, and on, in the we media. don't wait until the coming of age. We start pretty early,
0: right? because we want to we want to get that out of the way sooner you know but the media um advertisements all that it pumps alcohol in your face and not the sacred sacraments that are plant medicines that we could be having or or the universal tools that were created and surfaced through mechanics like LSD well to be fair that's because they know that they call it a
1: mind-altering drug. However, when they say mind-altering, I'm
0: using air quotations for our listeners. I think by the tone of your voice, it's pretty obvious. Yeah.
1: When they say mind-altering, they don't let on to the fact that it's not a warning but more of a fear for the powers that be because mind-altering, when it comes to psychedelics, is more opening yourself up to it what should be really is. It should be a fear. Oh, it is a fear, to the powers that be.
0: Even to the individual. When you do these things, I'm telling you, if you're listening and you've never done a psychedelic, there will be fear. Or you could be like me and just go balls the wall. There will be fear. Just give no fucks.
1: But take the, 500 milligrams of Adderall, pop a tab don't, of acid, don't take do some mushrooms, do and then sit down and fucking learn how to pay, play chess with your best friend on the 4th of
0: July. Are you on Adderall then too? I know we were on mushrooms and acid. Yeah, we had Adderall that morning. I No, we both had Adderall that morning Maybe No, we Uh, did I don't know, if you say so I know so As a beginner, coming of age, don't do that Look, psychedelics are wonderful But there's a fear that comes with them Also with that is the ability to conquer the fears Because it opens up the mechanism in your brain for learning and conquering So when it provides you with this fear, it's a blessing It's a blessing to explore the fear Why you're afraid of it How to conquer it wonderful thing and the ability to play hacky sack for six hours on end
1: we did that we need to do that again
0: i am down <laughs> let's 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 eat some acid right now fuck you know what fuck this podcast <laughs> <laughs> let's just go eat acid and play hacky sack
1: dude i'm i'm so down all right
0: fucking <laughs> a- <laughs> we <laughs> we gotta get off the air we love you all Namaste, much love. I'm not even going to advertise anything right now. But uh, thank you for listening. And and go play hockey sack too, you fucks. Also, yes, put down your
1: fucking gay-ass fidget spinner and your gas vape and go out and do something real. Please.